When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I write a weekly-ish column for Medium.com, also called Unpopular Opinion, and I use that column to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then I come on this show to defend those opinions. Joining me today, she is a fantastic comedian who you can see all over Los Angeles. She's also got a podcast of her own that you should listen to sometime. It's called uh, Unruly, Heather Maruli, something like that. Ladies and gentlemen, I already gave it away. Heather Maruli. Also joining me, making her first appearance on the show. You can see her in a fantastic horror sketch comedy group called Night Church that also features on Pop's favorite Vanessa Britton. Ladies and gentlemen, Samantha Jane Gerwitz. Also, Randall's back. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. We're in the new studio for the first time, and it's weird. It's a weird... I, I don't think I have the setup completely down yet. We're in the new stew. Everyone's trapped. This could turn into a great white situation. If yeah, you're familiar, that was a band who did a show at a oh, small club oh no! in yeah. Connecticut, <laughs> and there was and it, a massive fire yeah. because they had pyrotechnics it, oh. in a very small room, as do we. That's a new feature right. of the studio. We have pyrotechnics. And a lot of sequins. That, that's, that's a carryover from the last studio. I'm a big fan of making the studio look like a cocaine den. In case this podcast ever really takes off, and I do have to use this as a cocaine den. My apartment's right. a cocaine den. <laughs> do you have sequin curtains? No. Sold them for cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's such a sad, empty oh, place. Oh, my God. Sold. Oh, Jesus I should Christ. introduce the guest, throwing her phone around. Sorry. It was phone the Was that your mic? It does. Heather Maruli. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Oh, Unruly Maruli. It's oh. me. Do people call you that? People call me Unruly Heather Maruli. That's right. That's that my, makes that makes perfect sense. If but, you type that in on Instagram, it'll come up instantly. <laughs> oh, will it? Yeah. Instantly. If you started typing in Unruly. Instantly. Yeah. It'll come up. On the, yeah, get it, everybody? People think, little known fact, uh, people think that nickname is from Roast Battle, but people started calling me that in the open mic scene long before Roast Battle. <laughs> I would have that? been calling you that as a child just because it rhymes. Yeah. Like that. That's the thing for me. Yep. Also, first time guest. Who are you? Samantha Jane Gerwitz. Thank you for being here. <laughs> that's first time guest eagle yeah. flying through the sky. That's the, a sound I make whenever I'm on a show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a cool sound effect. <laughs> the face you make when you make that sound effect. Yeah. It's crazy thank you for being here tell the people a little bit about yourself uh thanks for having me i'm on the sketch team night church 
Um, With Vanessa Gritton. Vanessa Gritton. Oh, oh amazing. V, v Grits. Shout out. And Ethan Stanislavski, and who's going to be on uh, next week's episode. Mm-hmm. I also do the uh, National Lampoon Presents the Final Edition podcast. That's my oh, podcast wow. home right now. Uh, we don't discuss other podcasts so much. Oh, so man. we could I'm edit talking, that. I'm talking about your better podcast. No, just what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also on a good podcast called. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Hey, Burn. Randall's Burn. back. Hmm? Randall's back. Hasn't been here for a couple weeks. Yeah. But I've been busy as. Do, what have you been up as to? Fuck. Well, I'm glad you asked because so much. You know, the hardest part of the show for me is the first few minutes. Because I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life. When all I really want to do is talk about what I've been up to since last week. <laughs> and that's why we call this segment This Week and Me. And it's about to get really intense. We're not live streaming, so I'm playing this live, as always, on two synthesizers. Synthesizers? Synthesizers. I'm glad the and music a drum can, machine. I'm glad the music can mostly drown out what you're saying. Is it really loud? Yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> Because we no, faded, it it out. faded it out. Was it super loud, though? I can turn your headphones down. No, I was just saying, I hope you know, no one heard you stammering. and The, the, the music covered it up. So I think I think did a great good. job just now, honestly. So that was the cutoff I warned everyone about. I never have the courage to cut off <laughs> new guests. I thought you were going to say women. Oh, no, that's fine. Yeah, I yeah. do that all the women, time. Lots of man's I cut off men a lot. So. I'm just talking about the podcast, man. I'm a That's why I'm alone. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get to get to some unpopular opinions, since that is the name of the podcast, I have to uh, get some house cleaning out of the way. And uh, shout out to our $50 subscribers, Ann Bengson, Kai Zolborski, and Rebecca Stewart. Thanks for uh, giving us $50 every month. Nice. So I nice. Realize. Wait, that was yeah. the wrong. That was. Nope. Wow. There we go. That was the one you wanted? <clears throat> yep. You're really good at that soundboard, man. Should we let one of the guests start? Samantha. Yeah. Do you have an unpopular opinion to um, share? Yeah, I have one. As someone that does makeup for video where everyone wears makeup, I think that in average everyday life, men should also wear makeup like women do. Mm. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it. Like if it's going to make me look better. Yeah. Because I look great. Yeah. But if makeup's going to make me look you're greater... T- you're 10, you get makeup, you're off the charts. I don't judge myself on a number system, uh, okay? Well, I it's do. 2019, come okay. on. I'm a person. Everyone's unique, but we all have uh, flaws. Yeah, come on, you know? Randall. I don't think we should get more accepting of them. I think we should just all cover them up and have the same ridiculous standard of beauty. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because it, it, I mean, it's only right. That's a quality. Why shouldn't men have to get dolled up? You should have to spend money on it well, and spend time on it, just like we do. We they, should have to shave our armpits. make them understand just like how much effort we put into things. Yeah, you should you know. poke your eye on a daily basis. <laughs> Randall, poke your eye. On a daily basis, right now. <laughs> yeah, with a pencil. Uh, with an eyeliner. I, also, I, I'm, I'm kind of, well, sorry, I'd go ahead. Well, eyeliner looks rolling. really good. It does, like... Rock and roll gets it. Yeah, in a lot of situations. Goths I, get it. Eyeliner looks all right on it. Does dude. Dave Navarro still wear eyeliner? Almost certainly. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sure it still hasn't washed off. Yeah, he probably yeah. has his he probably had it tattooed on <laughs> the yeah. lines of his eyes. Yeah. They do tattoo makeup. 
Yeah. That is a thing. Have you? That you has to hurt. Mm-hmm. You know what's terrifying is Ugh. microblading. Yeah. No, what's that? That's not that's, it's like Come tattoo. On. It's like um, it's almost like stick and poke tattoos on eyebrows, like permanent eyebrow. No, filler. no, no. It's re- I wait. So am I getting it wrong? Then what's that thing where they no, cut, your, cut is... your skin to make it into eyebrows? Yeah, that's like basically what stick and poke tattoos are. No, microblading. Ew. They're like they're like doing a special thing when they when they trim your brows so that it it grows in thicker. But they like. They they like my under, my understanding, and this is based off my fiance explaining it to me. I'm okay. not I'm not mansplaining. I'm channeling another woman's <laughs> explanation through myself. <laughs> I want to be very clear about this. Um, uh, I was told that it was like a razor blade thing where they cut your skin to right. to make it into like extra well, eyebrows. Let me read so you the technical definition here. That I pulled up. <laughs> Please well, I do. It was like yeah. Microblading is a tattooing technique in which a small handheld handheld tool made of several tiny needles is used to add semi permanent pigment to the skin. Microblading differs from standard eyebrow tattooing because each hair stroke is created by hand using a blade, which creates fine slices in the skin. Whereas See, eyebrow tattoos are done with a machine and a single needle. So, like an eyebrow tattoo would be kind of like what Tammy Faye Baker had. Remember Tammy right. Faye Baker? Her yeah, her makeup was tattooed on like permanently, like yeah, a line. Well, that's, that slicing thing was still in there. What, what, did it say what it was called? Is it? <laughs> it's called. It's microblading. Yeah. It's all microblading. Yeah, I actually watched a friend, but of mine it, honestly, you would be surprised at how painful a lot of things to like look good are. Yeah. You know, like I you, imagine like, getting yeah. like like because I have to get my acrylics redone, and they're gonna have to like. Get in there with what you know. Have you ever had like acrylic you, nails? Oh yeah, off? I had an infection under an acrylic nail. Once. It's awful. Oh. It hurts so, so fucking bad when they take them off. Pain it, is beauty. Like, is yeah, like for real. Pain is beauty. Yeah. So, How so yeah. So maybe I'm off board with this. <laughs> I don't. I don't, I don't wanna, know though. But I, I dated. I dated a guy who would take three times as long as me to get ready, and I wasn't into that. So. Well, and I'm not even saying guys need to go to the full extent of doing all of the things that we do. Right. But if you've got a nasty pimple, cover that shit up. I don't want to look at it. <laughs> oh, a little concealer. Yeah. A little concealer. A little concealer. <laughs> yeah. A little under eye bag. Like the same standard. I don't put on a full face every day. Yeah. I'm not doing pancake makeup, but right. I still am like, oh, let me put on a little mascara or something just so I'm good enough to leave the house. Yeah. I mean, if that became a thing, like, I don't know. Like, I wear sweatpants that don't have elastic in the bottom now. <laughs> I actually think maybe it would help some guys that feel like they don't know why they, you know, can't get girls or whatever. They would have something to do to look better. They, it's like yeah. it would give them a tool. So that instead yeah. of just being angry. Well, I feel yeah. like, there's yeah. like there's a I lot of things. Would... There's a lot of little things guys can do to like yeah. just look better. You know, like, if, if yeah, women don't like you, maybe up a little. don't hate women. <laughs> you know? like changing yourself. That's what women do. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So you're suggesting they should improve as opposed to just blaming women? Yeah. Yes. Come on. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so much work. <laughs> so much work. Uh, I want to talk about one of Heather's okay. opinions next because I feel like... Do you agree with it? I don't 100%. I don't know which one it is. I'm getting excited here. <laughs> let's, let's talk about the movie Us. Oh, I hated it. <laughs> Uh, I actually, I'm I'm with her on that one. That's oh, why I wanted with me? to bring Fuck. it up. Maybe yeah. this isn't an unpopular opinion. No, I think no, I think it, it is because it got like what's the fresh rating on it? Like 97 percent or something. Yeah, it's yeah. up there. Yeah. Well, I think people were afraid to 
tell to say that they don't like it, a, right? a black to director like who it. did a good job that they didn't like his other movie. He didn't do a good job because it was not <laughs> as good as Get Out. Look, the first movie, great. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but we have to be objective about art. Like you can't just say like, "Oh, everything this person does is great." I think that's ridiculous and wimpy. Yeah, I agree know? with that. Well, yeah, it's oh, like yeah, it's like sure. uh, the the M Night Shyamalan effect, you know, where it's like eventually mm. he just starts dropping off in quality. Although I should apologize, I know Jordan Peele's listening. No, a second- I was not comparing <laughs> you. I was not comparing you no, to M Night Shyamalan. No, but in it anyway. is it is difficult to have like a second film that's like as good as your first one. There's right. a sophomore and it was in, usually. Yeah, and it was in. Yeah. The yeah. same genre and everything so it right. was like you have the, right, these right, right. expectations and all this stuff and so like i think like he's obviously like extremely talented but i, I thought on a i thought the, a lot of people took the subtext of the movie very seriously oh. which was which i think was important but on a visceral level watching the movie i just didn't find it scary or compelling i thought it was just kind no. of like well, it wasn't it was scary a little, a little it was boring. it was more tense than it was scary i and you know and jordan peele like he, he tweeted a few days before the movie co- came out he tweeted us is a horror film and i was like oh it is i'm excited mm-hmm. but i think horror i think like I don't know. There, there's just there's an element that was missing in this film that doesn't have like it wasn't horror enough for me. It was more like just like a tense like thriller type movie. Um, yeah. I wonder if he got more mileage the first time out of people expecting less horror from him because he was a comedy person, and now they're going yeah. in expecting heavy horror, and that's a hard thing to live up to because horror fans are right. Yeah. I mean, it did like it. It to me. It it was a good movie. I liked it. Well, I, I thought it was an entertaining movie. I I agree that it wasn't that scary. There was some entertaining stuff in it. Yeah, yeah. the performances. I, the were, acting was great. Yeah, I the performances the were great. great. I don't think it's a bad movie, mm-hmm. but I do think I think Randall's right that there was some element where people were sort of scared. To oh yes. be like yeah. Nah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't no, like it and, that and much. Honestly, like you know. Um, God, I I hate being that person because you know because I do stand up, but like. You know, there there seems to just be this like this whole movement toward like, well, you got to be got to be woke, got to be PC, yeah. got to be <laughs> got to say the right thing. And yeah, it, it, it really and you do me. you do to some extent, but that doesn't mean right. you have you, to like the movie. You us. Do? Yeah, right. But right. You, it's yeah. like, yeah, how exactly. far does like, that go? Like, just because I didn't like this movie doesn't mean I'm saying anything about him as right. a person. Yeah, right. Like, like, it's or, not the, or his identity or like anything. It's like not that. the equivalent of dropping an end bomb just because you didn't like us. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, right. that's, those I mean, are very different. <laughs> yeah. Those are very different. Yeah. Things. Artistically. I'm just like, wow, this, this is a bad script. Also, like, it's like, I think that, I think the hard part too is like with, with a guy, like Jordan Peele I feel like at least personally because he's coming from comedy he's making this transition into like doing horror and thriller and sci-fi stuff and he's like the he's taking over Rod Serling's whole deal and, and hosting the Twilight Zone and doing all that he's really ambitious and doing all these really creative cool horror sci-fi things and it's he's a he's a voice and t- a talent that I I wouldn't want to discourage I wouldn't I wouldn't want to yeah. I wouldn't want to run around going like oh he sucks because he made us I like I'm still I'm still in, just no, amazed by see, Get Out I, I thought that was a great next. movie I want to see yeah. what he does next I'll I just, still like, watch his just next just because I didn't like this one doesn't mean I won't like the next one yeah so. exactly so it's kind of like it's like I don't know. I feel like in general, there's been less of a critical eye towards films recently. And like if any movie is slightly amusing in any way, people are like, this is the best movie ever. You know, yeah. we're, just, we're like extremes. We're like, this is the best. I felt that. I hate that. I felt that way about 
the Halloween remake, which I actually liked that one. I thought I thought the <laughs> Halloween remake was it might be one of the worst Halloween movies. I hated it. Was this so when you much. say the remake? You're not talking about the zombie. Rob the zombie Rob Zombie one. one I like, which everyone hates. But you're talking I, about the Jamie Lee Curtis, the returns. Danny McBride one. The yeah, it was like I don't edit videos, so when I recognize a movie as poorly edited. That's fucking poorly edited because yeah, yeah. I normally don't mm-hmm. even notice. In that movie, like all the fucking kills happen off camera for some reason. Classic <laughs> Michael like, Myers. Like there's there's Avoiding this that bus crash that you don't see. They just walk up to the crash. It's like I want to see Michael Myers cause that bus crash. What yeah. the fuck are you? Oh doing? yeah. Did, no, did I, they uh, do it with the same budget as the first movie as a challenge or something? Or I don't know. Happened? I just, I hated it so much. Well, I saw Jamie Lee Curtis in a deli, and I told her I liked it, so... Oh. I did like it. Yeah, it was fine. (laughs) You lied to Jamie Lee Curtis. No, I did not lie. (laughs) I did not lie. I thought it actually had a really strong feminist message, so I liked that, too. See, that's yeah, the, I that's think you're gets, scared to say you don't like Jamie Lee that's, Curtis. That's where it gets. That's where it gets so so uh, like so difficult to navigate because it's like it's like you hating a movie but not having any reason to do with mm. like the feminist message sure. is a really difficult thing to say. Like a difficult right. thing to talk about. You can hate Halloween yeah, so, and still yeah, like so women, and you can it's hate like, us and still like it goes both yeah, ways. exactly. Yeah. So it's like right. you're, you're trying not to be like. <laughs> You don't want to be like like um, that like in like for instance in like the the no spoilers but in the in the new uh, Avengers movie there's like a lot of women superheroes in it yeah. obviously and there were some people who were like why do women and it's like there's just there there's just <laughs> there. I saw that on Reddit yeah, there, exactly. it was <laughs> it was it's a quote <laughs> yeah that is exactly it's verbatim um, I don't know I I'm like, reading it I right felt now. like the Avengers movie was it was pretty balanced on like men and women but i mean like, like when know? they did emphasize anything about women people got like threatened oh, by it and it yeah. was like yeah, yeah it yeah. was like you can just or like with it, like the captain marvel movie if you thought it was boring that you can say movie. it was boring <laughs> i i like i liked oh, see, that's an example it but of me. i i thought it was bad captain marvel oh yeah i haven't seen like any movie Wait, you, yeah. <laughs> i don't leave my house <laughs> we can't talk about this this is very upsetting yeah the, 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 the thing that's my unpopular opinion is i have not seen any of these movies <laughs> the thing about us it yeah. felt like like there's a scene in get out where the old white dude is like i voted for obama yeah, yeah. twice and it felt like in 2019 the version of that was white people really wanting you to know how much they got us yeah yeah like it's yeah. about class struggle man it's like i fucking know right like i watched the movie it's pretty clear what the metaphor is yeah calm down like it's, it's not so that's movie. that was one of the one of the weaknesses of the movie i thought was that it actually does kind of explain its own subtext in a way like it it it, it presents the the story that is is propelling the plot and by explaining that it's making it more clear what the parallels are to the like reality and then you're like and that's not scary by the way like exposition is not scary right unless you're explaining how someone's gonna die like in saw or something like Mm -hmm. like a laser uh collar is gonna like 
cut your yeah. face off or whatever, then that's like, I guess that's the scariest exposition you can have. Yeah. Um, what were you going to say? So, if it's like the same way everyone's scared to say they don't like it now, that probably happened during production too. Like nobody's like, oh, uh, you should edit this. This is too clear. Like everyone's <laughs> oh, like, Jordan, yeah. you're great. Oh, you're no, great. Oh, no, that's, that is that so, can so true. Go I feel like that's yeah. how bad art gets created. It's like nobody people tells having you like, your shit. yeah, people yeah. just have people yes men around them mm-hmm. be like, yeah, that's great. That's so great. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I know, and it's a double-edged sword, too, because it's like when you do have people give creative input, sometimes it really sucks. Like, it could really fuck up a project. Oh, yeah. it so it's like you're the rolling input. the dice if yeah. you're like, you know, hey, Jordan, I got some ideas. And the next thing you know, his movie's even worse. Cause well, it's it depends like, on the people oh, and the input. But I yeah. know there's things where I'm like, I think this is perfect. It's perfect. Someone gives me a note. I'm like, fuck you for giving me that note. I hate you. And then like the next time, I'm like, they're, they're right. Yeah. They, were, they were right. They were right. They were right. Yeah. And you change it, and it's better. The uh, sort of... I don't know if this is a similar example, but Dane Cook. I knew a, a guy, a comedy manager who mm-hmm. knows Dane Cook really well. And Dane Cook's first couple albums, even if he stole Hilarious. three jokes from Louis C.K., one of the funniest. Are, yeah. They're yeah. legitimately so fucking great funny. comedy yes. albums. Also, I loved that Comedy re- Central special. In yeah. Re- in retrospect, him stealing from Louis C.K. is kind of fine. Like, yeah. Like, it's fine. We, Robin we, we Hooding. <laughs> Did we just we just let him off the, the hook for that? Right. Yeah, that is a victimless crime. Yeah, you're like, Dean, it's okay. We're sorry. His... But then he jacked off in front of him, too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what if Dane Cook jacked off in front of him? That's fine. fine. Yeah, that'd be fine. <laughs> that's but the his that's comedy album. from the Dane Cook album, actually, right? That's... His comedy albums really declined in quality as he got more popular. And the way he explained it to this friend of mine was... He got to a point where every joke he would tell at every show, everyone would just scream. Yes. Like, so he was, he was getting so famous and so popular right. that it fucking ruined him. So basically. he was yeah. getting you know? no honest feedback <laughs> about no. his jokes. No, 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 and then no. he would make a special, and we're like, ooh. You see that yeah. in LA all the time. Yeah. People yeah. will just, oh, you're famous. I'm going to just laugh at whatever you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Right. It, like, I saw him when he, I saw him uh, peak Dane Cook a, a couple times. I saw him at peak the Denver Cook. Convention Center in like, this was like in like 2008, probably. Like, yeah, like. That is peak Dane Cook. Peak Holy Dane shit. That is peak Cook. Like, That's pre Mr. Brooks Center, Cook. It was like thousands and thousands of people there, people just going fucking crazy. And then the other time I saw him, he dropped in at the Comedy Cell. Or this was in 2009 so another mm. peak that was i'd say dane cook peak was like 06 through like uh 09 like that was like his big peak but um yeah when pe- he walked in there like people were like freaking the fuck out like yeah. it, like people were going crazy and i have a lot of respect for him i really really do because i think he worked really hard he is funny like he's a good comic you know and i totally like have I'll never be in that position where you're so fucking famous that you don't even know like who's your friend and yeah. who isn't and who's telling you the truth and who isn't. That's crazy to me. And you know that whole story about how like his brother was like stealing millions of dollars yeah. from him? Like I like I feel bad for him in a lot of ways. I also think Dane Cook gets a lot of hate. He does. Because oh, yeah. he's so attractive. And I think other well, comics resent him for it. He yeah. Was, he was. Uh, yeah. 
He's yeah, not he's, as much anymore. But when he was he's a little when he was a peak now. when he was a peak cook, you know. Yeah. 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 He was no, pretty hot no, for us no, for, co- for a comic, well, especially. That's another thing I get into. Well, he, with, he took with, his shirt off on a special and was just like, oh, "Look at me." I don't remember that. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember <laughs> watching his Comedy Central special when I was younger and being like, oh, oh, "Yeah, yeah." He's got that one where he just wears a black tank top. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one, and he's spitting water all over himself. Yeah, yeah. It was great. It was like comedy flash dance for me. That's another thing I get into with people i feel like the most successful comics are usually good looking you know yeah but and i think a lot like of lower level comics uh, don't true. like it nah, i don't you know if that's so? true there's about pat oswalt rodney dangerfield he's not that successful <laughs> he's pretty successful. he's not on the level of like he never he's never sold out like madison square jim Garden gaffigan like He's not like ugly. He had like a TV show and everything. <laughs> Half of like... his set is about how he looks like milk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he probably has a whole album on that. That is a joke jo- Jim Gaffigan no, would no, tell about yeah. himself. Oh my God. I, 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 there was a joke Jim Gaffigan did that basically got me. I was like, I should do stand I was like 12 when he did this joke. It was the joke about how all Mexican food is a combination oh, yeah, of, the same of tortillas, uh, beans, cheeses, and or vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> like people would be like, what's a flauta? And like, yeah. like it's a it's a tortilla with a combination of meat, cheese, and vegetables. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, once he hit his food stride, that's yeah. all his stand up is a lot of food. Yeah. A lot of food jokes. Lots of food stuff. And you know what? Go do it, man. Everybody eats, it. man. Yeah. You can uh, relate. Should we should we talk about one of mine yeah since we're talking about food should we should we talk about 100 percent white meat chicken okay it sounds like the white power of chicken it's bullshit <laughs> yeah it, it's elitist bullshit i hate it so much chicken mcnuggets were better when they had gristle and dark meat <laughs> like that be, i remember we don't know what's in a mcnugget anyway like yeah. just telling me what color the meat is doesn't really make well, me feel better about it yeah. right Nugget, they talked about this in Food Inc. Wasn't it like a mixture of different chicken parts that they ground? Yes, yeah, so yeah. what? They would like make into a nugget shape. It's Great. chicken scraps. <laughs> yeah. Great. See, that's the thing. That's that's probably technically better for your body than whatever weird paste that they pass off as white meat. Because at least it's something that's like... Is it paste? You know. It's still going to be reconstituted chicken bits. Yeah. It's, it's just me- that, which bits? What they call... Yeah. I think we call them mechanically separated chicken. Oh, my God. Yeah. So it's all the parts that they couldn't <laughs> sell. Sorry. Is that what it comes from? So, like, let's say, for example, they're packaging chicken and they... And, okay. So they're making, like, packages of, like, drumsticks and thighs mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, the ones that don't look good, are those the ones that they, like, grind Yeah. Up or, like, you cut off like, the breast and then, like, the stuff left behind. Yeah. All the little bits left on. The when they when they say mechanically cuts. separated, I just assume robots are piece like ripping. Yeah, it's a bunch of robots apart. that look like Italian grandmothers in a kitchen. <laughs> it seems <laughs> separating chicken. Ironic to me that <laughs> whenever we talk about world hunger, we talk about all the food we waste. Oh, and mechanically separated chicken sounds like the most efficient shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. That we're getting all of the meat off it's the all, chicken. It's all going to AMPM when it could be going to, you know, another country. Yeah, I believe in using and, all, the whole animal. That seems like yeah. a holistic thing. And it's just like the chicken breast is not good. It's not a good part of the chicken. Well, it's, it's like what's in dark meat that makes it different? More iron or fat? 
yeah, which we I probably need. It's, it's got more, more like flappy, slimy layers to it's it. It's juicy. That's the technical scientific <laughs> term. You got the, you got the, yeah. And it's got, I remember back when they had like dark meat chicken nuggets, eating one and finding a tooth shaped, very hard rubbery piece of cartilage in oh, it. No. And oh no. Now that's, now that's disgusting, but it's also, I mean, you know, it's a it's memorable. I wouldn't blame me... the dark meat on that. I would just blame it being a chicken nugget. Well, yeah, right. yeah. I mean, I think it's you kind of like you're rolling the chicken you're rolling the dice, and it's just yeah. That's what are you, you expecting? Yeah, yeah. You're not ex- like the people who complain about that shit don't eat chicken McNuggets. Yeah, I thought you were no. going to say there was a finger in it, like a human finger. Yeah. Well, no, no. And no, even what, then, I, what I was saying, that's just a payday, baby. What, what I'm saying is, you're <laughs> seeing you're seeing evidence that your food is actually made of something that's real like real parts of animals and I'm not going to say that's healthy but when you're making what like what a, some sort of artificial white meat and we don't know what it what it actually is that's way worse for you so even though I even though I like the consistency of the white meat chicken nuggets I'm still would ra- I'd still rather eat the older ones because at least there seemed to be some sort of chicken inside of it yeah not that taco bell sawdust so much mm. to think about yeah that's sawdust. I like Taco Bell. That's, that's, <laughs> I like Taco Bell too, but they had a they had yeah. a commercial. I do a bit about it on stage, but at one point in this commercial, they uh, they're like talking shit about potato chips for being greasy, and it's what? like you're fucking Taco Bell. Taco Bell. <laughs> they you can't lecture wait, us about those grease. Fuckers, hold on, they made a, a the Dorito shell. Well, That's in the same commercial, they shit on the concept of bringing a seven-layer dip to a party. It's like, you sell fucking seven-layer dip. What are you doing? Yeah, what oh the fuck? Gosh. They they just they like, made a potato chip. <laughs> Basically, they, they take that taco. and throw it on chips, yeah. and they call it nachos. Yeah. What the fuck, Have taco, you had though? the, uh, is it called the Grande's Nacho Box with the shredded chicken? I have not. Is um, it good? Yeah, I had it the other day. Five, <laughs> you get it $5.99 with a drink. Wow. <laughs> this episode brought to you by Taco Bell. I was so depressed, so. That would oh, be sounds, the tagline of the commercial. That, 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 puts that, that puts that in perfect context, because I was like, that sounds that like, that's like... That's my go-to depression Sounds kind of rough, and then it was like, oh, depression food. No, okay, that's, yeah, that's my go-to, it. like, I'm depressed, I'm going to go to Taco Bell. Yeah. 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 Uh, what should we talk about next? How far in are we? Oh, not too bad. Um... um Let's. Can we talk about plastic straws? Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah, we are. Bring it back. We are in the. It's so dumb. I'm. I, yeah. this, this is infuriating. Yep. The way that they're that they're rolling out. Yep. The or or roll whatever you want to call it. Rolling out the the paper straw or eliminating the plastic straw. Whatever situation we're in right now. It's it's not working. There's it's not still going like well. active no. oil spills in the Gulf. Like and. Straws? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Straws aren't even a tiny fraction of the plastic that's polluting the ocean. I thought about this. It's a way to individualize the problem where it's like you, every individual person using a straw, you're the problem with the environment, right. not these corporations that are dumping giant amounts of toxic shit yeah. into our planet. Like right. distraction tactics. Yeah, yeah, it's a big it's straw. A, okay, <laughs> big straw. <laughs> there's a few different environmental groups. Big straw. <laughs> there's a few different environmental groups that are behind it, and they even admit that this isn't going to help the oceans. 
They're like, oh, it's just a conversation starter. Man, fuck your conversation starter. It's a way for people to be dicks to each other. Like, you're using a straw. Fuck you. It's a a manageable protest. It's like when Mm. people started using Lyft to protest Uber. It's like Lyft is just as bad. That's not like you're not you're doing nothing. Yeah. Right. Except you get to post on Instagram about it and be like, oh, I'm only using Lyft. It's like... It's easy when oh, I thought you were going to say that you post on Instagram about your straw. I'm using a paper straw, you also, fake-ass plastic motherfucker. Also, here's another thing. Like, how often do you actually use a straw? Like, really only when you're, like, in public, right? Because, well, like, I'm... at home, like, do you use straws? No. Okay. No. So, like, the only time I ever feel like I'm using a straw is, like, you go to the movies and you get a drink, right? There's straws there. Uh, Starbucks, they have straws. Except, you know, have you been to a Starbucks where they have those those lids now? Oh God, the sippy the cup, the sippy, sippy cup, cup lids. Lid. Which, by the way, if you're gonna just convert to those, just do it. Don't put those stupid paper cardboard straws in there. Right. They, so that's just, that's their. Experiment. I want to go back to that. And yeah. then paper. I guess like at bars they'll have straws. And now at like a... some bars I go to, they have like the dumbass paper straws. Yeah. I'm just like. <laughs> Like I don't want this. Like, you don't want dr- you don't want drunk drink people it around. Drinking up the side of the glass. I was yeah. in Carl's Jr. the other day because I was sad. Humble and brag. They have like they still <laughs> they still hand you the you know the drink with the lid that you need a straw to drink out of. You just have yeah. to ask them for the straw. Oh, you have to ask for the and straw. And it's so stupid. Oh yeah, that's another thing. Burger they're, King. They're, they too. hide the straws now. Yeah. in some places. Yeah. Am I not going to? Yeah. There's an empl- at McDonald's. There's an employee with like a holster <laughs> of straws, like the fucking wild wild <laughs> west. Do we need a straw. Fastest <laughs> straw in the west. Yeah, and it's it. Not only does it not do anything for the environment, it hurts people. Like, there are people who need straws, like, especially... Uh, Yeah, I had a quadriplegic friend. Her fingers don't work. She can't hold a glass. She needs a straw, like, to drink on her own. There's uh, an article I linked to in the notes, and we'll tweet it out after this episode comes out. But, uh... And it's it's written by a woman who she needs a ventilator to breathe. She's in a wheelchair. She lives in San Francisco, which that's like having a physical disability all unto itself. (laughs) The rent is a disability. The rent, the fucking hills. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're overweight in San Francisco, how? Like (laughs) just drive a little less. You'll lose so much weight. I love that song, Overweight in San Francisco. It's great. But she wrote this article about how, like, she can't even, she doesn't have the arm strength to lift a drink to her mouth. Mm. And in some places, they're allowing exemptions for people with disabilities, but it's optional. So you don't even have to uh, opt into it. So it's just going to be a thing where people who own restaurants are going to save money by not having plastic straws. And then in the cases where this woman can get one, She's going to get all this shade from soccer moms who are like, don't you care about the environment? It's like, shut well, yeah, the fuck up. That's the yeah. bullshit, too, because they're separating the plastic from the paper straws. But the pla- they, 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 people need functional – the people who need straws, like what you're talking this, about, this, the situation you're talking about, mm-hmm. they need functional straws. And paper straws are not functional. They have a, 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 like a, they have a lifespan of like five minutes before they become a weird, right. uh, mangled – disaster yeah, that you yeah. can't drink out of yeah paper and, doesn't handle water and i just ripped the top off my my lid 
and throw it into the street and litter just to spite the earth and God and existence and everything because these are fucking stupid. I mean, also, why did they go with paper for straws? That's it's what I'm literally saying. the worst it's, thing yeah. with liquid. Why not bamboo or yeah. some other? And material how much plas- recycled? How much plastic does it take to make one of Starbucks new sippy cup lids? Right. And even if you put a fucking paper straw in a Starbucks drink, it's going to die inside a plastic cup. It's yeah. still a plastic cup. Yeah. yeah. It's like five straws. Yeah. yeah. Switch to paper cups. But I you think fucking the, cowards. I think the thing that they're missing is that it's not like, you know, when you, because uh, talking about the paper cups is, is a good point because paper cups, like, I mean, I, I've never really thought about that, but it does seem counterintuitive to have a cup that is made of paper because it's filled with liquid. But they have like a, it's like, they have like a wax, like covered in wax. It's like a wax yeah. coating or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they don't do that with the straws. You don't get the wax no. coating with the straws. So the no, straw no. just becomes this like, it's just slowly melting Ugh. and it's like this Feel horrible. Like- just somebody made these paper straws and they're like, what the fuck are we going to do they, to get people to buy these? Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. They did have the paper straws in my favorite movie theater for like a few months, but guess what, folks? Plastic straws are back. Plastic straws plastic are back. Straws are, <laughs> plastic straws are they, winning. They brought fight. them well, back. In a movie theater, especially, because you're trying to drink on that soda for the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. need to, I don't need to fuck around with that. Like, it, the middle gets caught in the little, like, what, what's the, what's the, you, the, you put the hole with the spray. In the plastic in it. top. It looks like they, the top. Yeah. yeah the, the plastic, lid. with the plastic top is like the Sarlacc pit from Star Wars. And then you put your, then you put your big, you know what straw, you're talking about. straw in there. And then, the middle that part gets the most moist for some reason and it collapses in on itself and now i have two straws right and neither of them are functional but they're like wobbling one that's just freely wobbling and around. let me tell you you cannot do cocaine out of those paper straws probably nope. not let useless me, let me tell I've, you i mean i've never tried it or, or maybe i have and i don't remember but do you mean coke or just this in the situation <laughs> no, I've done coke, of course <laughs> i was gonna say aren't you a stand-up comedian, I'm a stand-up comedian never, yeah i live in los angeles yeah and you're yeah. like i've never <laughs> done cocaine like, no okay. if, if somebody yeah, right. says that i'm like what i don't even <laughs> why not i don't even have the proper liar button for that on the soundboard loser i guess I've never done I've never done cocaine, but I'm also not a stand-up Sounds comedian. Sounds like a lie. Okay. <laughs> uh, is there anything on the list that anyone wanted to talk about in particular? Before? These fucking plastic mm. straws, man. <laughs> I want them back, and I want these paper straws gone. Well, I want them gone. I paper. I, I, I think if I see them, I'm going to grab them, just throw them on the ground. I think plastic bag bands are the same thing. Like that, it takes so much more wood to make a paper bag and plastic bags people reuse them they use them to carry shit around that's true use them for garbage bags i reuse the trader joe's paper bags though yeah you know i do too well you can also use them as like a little trash bag in a small wastebasket or yeah i did feel like we were talking about the um the fake service animals oh oh Oh, that's a that's a fan one we'll get to that okay in a second should we talk about this dog sure I'm like, I'm, I'm worked up by this story. Probably because Ricky Gervais <laughs> tweeted about it, and I fucking hate him so oh, much. Oh, he's such a fucking blowhard. He really like, is. I don't uh, listen. I respect you if you're listening to this, and I. Uh, <laughs> I, I but you blow I, pretty I, hard. I, I, I yeah, need some I don't. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Ricky, we like you, if but we if also. If your team is listening to this, nah, yeah. it's fine. If, you're, if your manager's listening, <laughs> you're good. But uh, there was this this woman. She died recently, 
and she mm-hmm. had a, a pet, a little Shih Tzu, a little puppy. Uh, the dog was perfectly healthy, but the woman in her will wanted the dog euthanized so it could be buried with her. Veto. I can't find how old it was. It doesn't say. It doesn't say. I think it, it was on the younger side. I think it was like five or six. But does it okay. matter? Does it matter? It's a That's living dog. Like someone could still. It was live. a Shih Tzu. Yeah, someone could still. I would adopt an. I almost adopted an old dog one time that I found on the street because but, it was like. I didn't know if it was going to have an owner after I dropped it off. Like, you can't just you can't just you can't just off a dog, man. It's not right. But well, don't they euthanize most of the dogs in the shelters after they're not adopted within yeah. a certain amount of time? Yeah, but, dogs. Do, but don't you think that's fucked up? I feel torn about I mean, it. Yes, yes. <laughs> because and how no. do we choose which yes dogs no. are okay to euthanize? We're already picking and choosing. And dogs, like, they don't think about dying that way. Like dogs don't know. Oh, like you know what dogs there are. Like, I mean, I've I've put down pets that were old. I've been there, and there's a moment where they're like something's going on. It's, oh yeah, because they're in a. It's not comfortable. I'm not for euthanizing animals. But also, purpose, have but. you ever seen a dog who is separated from the only person it's ever lived with? Yeah, like oh, that dog. Yeah, that's true. Like that is going to be torture for that dog. Isn't that like every dog that's a rescue though? But some dogs get over it, and I don't know. It's like people. Yeah. You can't I mean, just assume they're all going to react the same way. Like, I, I adopted a five-year-old dog. Like, how... Like, he he had... Who knows what his weird, mysterious past is, but he had other owners, and now he's got he's got me and my fiance Marissa, shout-out, by the way. Hello, if you're listening. <laughs> uh, also, shout-out to Rocco, if you can put this up to his uh, his little dog ear. Um, <laughs> shout-out to my cat, Bimo. Uh, Jesus! Give a fuck. Wow, lots um, of shout-outs. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, uh, I forgot what I was talking about, but anyway, um, the, uh, you, oh yeah, so you get you get a new animal. It's got he's got a, It's gonna adapt. It's a, a, a dogs adapt. They can adapt. Dogs adapt. They don't just ad- kill them. You they can't can ad- do that. Adapt, but I mean, it was the owner's owner's this is like, wishes. Okay, this is but like that. something here. Can I say something here? We treat dogs better than we treat humans. Yeah, okay. because they are so better like- than humans. <laughs> No, they are objectively the better that's than not humans. The point. There's like there's so many like children in like the foster care system, and nobody gives a fuck. But we're like we're gonna cry it's over not, a shit the, the problem that, the, that this owner the, wanted to be buried with. I don't know. I Why? think you have a point, but the thing is, I think with like the foster care system and stuff, the problem is that like culturally in this country, like there's so many there's so much nuance to like dealing with kids with like when it comes to like mental health and shelter and all this stuff. People yeah, don't want to people don't want to have don't take care yeah, of they, we don't want to take people. We don't want to we, we don't, don't want to take care of children. I'm, I'm agreeing. We want to throw think... them in dumpsters like they do in China. Whoa. <laughs> they used to do Where's the is they there a, babies like a in dumpsters? Sound? Is there a dumpster baby button like, on the soundboard? No, yeah. Not yet. There's new situations no, that I don't have they, sounds when for. When they had the one child policy in China, this is getting too dark. Okay. It's getting a little dark. They, yeah, they, they yeah you're gonna talk about Chinese murder vans. They would literally throw babies out. Like, I mean, I have a problem with that. More than one yeah, baby. I think we can all agree that that. Yeah, but sounds... then also, but, <laughs> but then this is radically different. But but well, then also when you go to China there's like stray dogs everywhere and they don't have like shelters and like adoptions for like animals yeah that's fucking I mean terrible. there's also dog meat festivals. I mean if this person <laughs> yeah. put in their will like please kill my child because they'll never get over me dying that uh, might be well that would never be not, a thing yeah but Good. that's because euthanizing a person isn't legal in- it is in some states it is in some states, but there's a lot oh, of... Oh, well, but, under a medical context. No, like it's already born, so it's not abortion. How many times have people taken a pet 
to the vet and the vet is like i mean we can save your dog but it's going to be like five grand oh and a lot of people just have to be like yeah you're gonna have to put that dog down i'm sorry (laughs) Awful. Like it that's happens. where you can do back alley yeah. animal surgery. There are <laughs> options. You don't just give up on the dog. Oh, you find God. someone who maybe has like some credentials in medicine or something who can maybe stitch up your dog. You do what you can, like a mob doctor. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You like get a down John Wick door. Yeah, a John Wick you veterinary their, clinic. Yeah. Oh you give them my your, God, I love John. Wick. Your golden oh. coin, <laughs> and they fix your do dog yeah. at the Continental. They'll patch you up. <laughs> I love John Wick also, but the third movie was too long. I, but that's for I, another I don't, episode. Yeah, don't say it was anything. worth it for the first twenty minutes of that movie because it was yes. fucking badass. Is there like a single shot that opens it? A twenty minutes? No, but it's just just so good. I was like, I was like, I don't care what happens Fuck, after this because I, 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 I already got my it. money don't Samantha anything. thoughts on John Wick go <laughs> John Dick I didn't see you've it you've never seen I John Wick see oh my god I mean I, do you I like Keanu Reeves have you ever seen a movie I'm okay with him <laughs> oh my god well see here's the thing I was never into him like looks wise really at all I was like he's okay yeah. but like in, in John Wick he is so fucking sexy I like, did I walk by even, him like, once in like a lobby of a theater he's, he's very tall he's very good looking yeah that's, Ooh, the, that's John the, Wick. The John Wick. Hair really Keanu. Keanu, by the way, has a very underrated acting performance in a film called The Gift by Sam Raimi, which is a good. It's a good movie, but his performance is remarkably. I've never. Is seen it that. truly a gift? A, a tr- it's, <laughs> you might call it a gift. Uh, a John gift. A John gift. <laughs> Oh man! Sorry, I can't hold those. Anyway, R.I.P. Uh, to the shit. Thought that was whatever. yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. to the dog. But I think I don't think it was. What is? I mean, we were about to get to that. <laughs> I know. I, I'm trying to. There it is. I'm trying to remember they, these buttons. I cannot stress enough. There's only eight. They don't. And they have, do the same thing every they, week. They don't have labels, and I'm probably. Uh, undiagnosed dyslexic so this is very difficult for so me. So labels would not help. Huh? It's best that they don't have labels. You know labels. what doesn't help? Your attitude right now. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the dog got put down. I'm, uh, that's bullshit. That, uh, that's I just, don't, like, it's bullshit, but it's also not. That's stupid. You go like, no, no, she's dead. No, she's dead. It's her will. What are they going to go to court so what? for this? Come on. Yeah, I mean, if you so care much that much, time and money and someone steal the dog. What's wrong with everybody? Just take who? who, who she's who? not going to know she's dead. Yeah, you don't have she to kill the dog. So yeah, that's you know. that's fucked. And the dog had no consent in that. What like if she does know and she haunts motherfuckers over it? That's then that's going to make a possible. fucking sweet true story, uh, scary movie at some point. Blumhouse, if you're listening, I will write that. Yeah, for but you. that ghost <laughs> is going to be the hero of that movie. <laughs> the only huh? way that movie ends is with someone killing that dog and reuniting her with the ghost. Yeah, that sounds like a fucking Guillermo del Toro produced. Movie. So you're fine with a dog dying as long as a ghost manifests. <laughs> as long oh as the dog Lord. gets like a nice arc if first. Ghosts, yeah, if, yeah. <laughs> story arc is important, and also if there's ghosts involved, I- I'm into it. That's fine. The Pupdell test. Yeah, <laughs> is that what this all? Is that what the show was? The it was Del- all a build up the to that. Del- just, yeah, that's the, all... the bark test. Bark that's Del- oh. significantly oh, better. Wow, Del- we're gonna have to edit everything you said out. And just yeah, I'm just gonna edit that. And uh, yeah, yeah no, you can great. say it. Except uh, the Barkdale test. Yeah. I, and I fucked up and said Barkdale. <laughs> Barkdale. I've been to like Barkdale. The, like the family on the wire. I've been to Barkdale. And that's not even right. That's they the Barkdale. God damn it. Yeah. 
They still have a Foster's Freeze in Barkdale. They have one in Burbank. <laughs> I know they have them everywhere. I was, I don't know. Was... Should we? Should we get to a fan? We probably only have time. For Did we talk long. about the straws yet? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I just, I'm very upset about the straws. <laughs> mm. Fuck these paper straws. The straws. The straws are are it's a problem. A stupid this is idea. The last straw. Good job. Well, if you could just edit that closer to when she said that. I have a thing. It takes silence out automatically. You'll be fine. Uh, It'll sound golden. Uh, Sweet. Uh, So let's get to the fan stuff. Hit it, Randall. You know, it's a big world out there. It's easy to feel like the things you say don't even matter. I want you to know that's not true. It's why we call this segment Your Voice Matters, where we read your comments and opinions from the past couple episodes and respond to them personally. What an... I forgot to say your stupid fucking comments. That's what I normally say. I'm being especially nice this week. Ooh. It fades out on okay, its own. Don't right. you worry about that. So okay. heartfelt. Yeah. I thought I needed to cut it off. That song is called Nirvana Vivo for some reason. Why? Why would you... Why? <laughs> Wait, just listen for a second. Okay. Okay, good. That was fun. Uh, You're always sh- talking over the fucking music, man. I just, we got to hear it. Shout out to whoever made that. Good I want to try and get to two of these. Uh, the first one, we can get through this one pretty quick. Citizen Kane is worshipped as the goat of movies, but actually, it sucks. The people who love it are film students who turned into film critics. The reason they love it is because all of the cinematography techniques it combined or invented for the first time, montages, flashbacks, time lapses, over-the-shoulder shots. However, we only remember the people in arts or sports who do things first. We don't celebrate them. We celebrate people who do things best, and that is not Citizen Kane. The characters are forgettable, the dialogue is horrendous, and the twist does not make a bit of difference to anything. In short, Citizen Kane is not only not the goat, it sucks. Most people have never seen it, and only film students talk about it and pretend to love it. That's submitted by Grey Wolf. I kind of agree. Yeah, I was in film school. And it, like, yeah, the way he does depth of field and all that, oh, that's cool, that's neat, no one did it, but... It's it's not like a movie that makes you feel very much. Yeah. It feels like we've passed the point where we should be calling things the Citizen Kane of its field. Unless we take it to mean like a thing that gets all the credit for just being first. It's also right. – the thing that, that's, con- that's really confusing about it is that I don't think we can be completely objective – watching it like every time you see it it's always under the context of being sort of deconstructed or something like i never saw it just as a good like so i never saw it recommended as like a good movie mm-hmm. i saw it recommended as like the pinnacle of cinema and they started all the stuff and there's the commentary it's like it's like, like got AFI a it's list. got yeah it's like <laughs> yeah. it's got a built-in commentary track whether you like it or not and you can't just watch the That's movie true. and experience I've, it i've never seen it I saw it for the first time like yeah, 10 years you. ago. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't he like really young when he made it? Wasn't he like 23? Yeah, and he, he was, was attractive. I think it, That's it, impressive. It, it was a little more like timely when it came out because it was supposed to be about like what the Rochesters or who is the famous? The, the Hearst. The Hearst. Yeah. Oh, so it was like Randolph kind Hearst? of like 
giving people an idea of this life they'd heard about. It was like a little more culturally pertinent at the time. It also is kind of super fucked up because he, he got he got blacklisted after that because he put so many details about Hearst's life in there mm. and then kind of psychologically deconstructed them oh, really? to the point where Hearst was like, yeah, and like, and and like, uh, uh, like he, I guess he kind of hit the nail on the head, and then uh, uh, that's what that's what spiraled uh, Orson Welles off into doing weird shit, like making Charlton Heston into a Mexican guy and whatever the fuck he was doing later on. Yeah, that was All interesting. Cast Touch of Evil is pretty. It's not bad. Yeah, yeah. like context stuff. But. but like, but but that's I think it's hard as Susan Kane. You just can't like, like I would love to know what somebody thought of it who saw it without knowing it was like citizen Kane, like, yeah. you know, like, cause it's like, does it work? Is it dramatic? Is it sad that he, his childhood is lost and burned and whatever. And, uh, uh you know, well, also people seeing it then hadn't seen all the references to it their whole life. We grew up on like, Looney Tunes. Like, yeah. I can't not know what Rosebud is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't think I could ever see it f- with fresh eyes. Yeah. yeah. It's it's really, it's hard to, to, to really experience it fully, I think. So I don't know that, I don't think that guy's wrong, but I do think, because I think there's a lot of pretense around the movie, but there's also a lot of, like, and there's cool shit, like, technically, when it was made and everything, but it's like, um, you could say the same thing about, like, um, uh, uh, Metropolis, you know, which was like the yeah. one of the first science fiction movies in 1927. Technically, amazingly made, entertaining, not that much. Doesn't really hold up as an entertaining film. Uh, kind of hard to get through. Right. But you know, if you you can appreciate it for what it is, and it's very innovative. I will say, uh, our brains are a little ruined with editing now too. Like almost any time I try and watch a really old movie, it's so. Slow, yes. Yeah. We're not yeah, used. Yeah, yeah. They just held things. It was just different. Yeah. They were used to theater. They weren't used to cuts, so everything felt really fast yeah. to them. Well, because the earliest so movies yeah. were mostly like translations of like theater stuff to film. So I, I think know. that carried on like into the seventies too, though. Like, yeah, there's like well, I feel marathon seventies like is like that's like the new American film movement. So yeah. that's, that's like you know marathon man, Co- like Coppola, like all the that's they call it like yeah. the new what is it called? New cinema, something, whatever. Yeah, like Marathon Man is one of my favorite movies, yeah. but it's also very ironically titled. You know, that shit is so slow. You know what's really funny is I've never seen Marathon Man, but I tried watching it, and the opening was so long, I just turned it off. Yeah, well, it's a that, marathon. That was, yeah, yeah. I was is, like, this is maybe it's not ironically titled. It's yeah. not Sprint uh, Man. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> he's just running, and, and it's it's just him and the, uh, just it's just Dustin Hoffman running for what felt like an hour and forty five minutes, and I was like, okay, I can't. It's I'm pretty sorry. good though. Uh, Citizen Kane sucks, but Citizen Kane. New Hollywood is what it was. Called. Oh, New Hollywood. Yeah, so that's like, but that's the, like and then, the American, get, American New Wave or the Hollywood Renaissance. That's so you, from mid nineteen sixties to early nineteen eighties. So this is like the go, new yeah. generation of like films, and that's when you get like the um, the like Robert Altman movies where it's like there there like was no editor or the yeah, editor yeah, yeah. was like half yeah. asleep, and there's yeah. like long the longest takes of all time of just uh, right. Elliot Gould. Yeah, just, so, uh, yeah. So you know. some of the directors they have, they have Altman. Uh, yeah. Oh, Hal Ashby, I forgot him. Mel Brooks, oh, James Cameron, John Carpenter. I wonder if it had to do with like Cassavetes, film getting cheaper and it getting easier to physically edit. No, Probably. film is not cheap. Well, not now. Like the actual film itself is so expensive. But it got shoot on. cheaper right. at one point. I don't think so. From the 30s to the 70s. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Oh, I uh, know. Conjecturing. But, you know, 
Orson Welles. <laughs> my favorite Orson Welles quote. I, I don't really know is, anything about him. That my much. favorite Orson Welles quote is when he's in front of the camera trying to do that wine commercial and he's drunk, and <laughs> they hit the they hit the clapboard and they're like, "All right, action!" And they're like, "Action, Orson!" action and it's just old fat Orson Welles and they're oblivious and then he hears like the third action and then looks toward the camera and he's like it doesn't do anything and then it's like beep and it just cuts to the next take and I'm just like that's my favorite Orson Welles quote it doesn't do anything I don't know what he was talking about I don't know what he I don't know what he was expecting to happen other than the clapboard but it's amazing it's my favorite all right let's get to one last one from a listener Unpopular opinion. If you claim your dog is a service animal to reap benefits, you're a douche. Most service animals now are not actual service animals purposefully trained to assist their owners in completing tasks. They're just a fucking chihuahua on a vest bought from PetSmart with a patch you bought online. The animals have received no training and or have not been vetted <laughs> and are bringing down the credibility of actual service animals. That's Alex M. Br- bringing down the credibility? Yeah, I don't think anyone's looking at a dog. It's like, that- are you a real fucking save me from this car if you're a real service well, animal? But also, like, if you, but the credibility overall, like, would you just say, like, th- that's it? No more service dogs just because people are exploiting. Well, the I think the thing is, right, they're not even service animals, it's the emotional support animals. Right. Those are emotional support peacocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have the, you heard of that? <laughs> that was. I feel like that was somebody challenging the system. I would like uh, emotional support cigarettes. Yes. So if we're allowing emotional <laughs> support smoke. animals in restaurants, I would like to bring back a smoking section. Yeah. Because I have emotional support cigarettes. Yeah, I don't think you put a little vest I, on your cigarette pack. Yes, no, that's just what you, keeps you, me you comfortable. It keeps my anxiety at bay. But you don't. I agree no, with there's that. There's not even a sec- section. Get, you're just, just sitting on, on an airplane. That's what I did. You just, you just light, you just just light take the one pills. up. <laughs> I agree with this mostly, but I think uh, if you're talking about. Uh, I, you, apartments like, how do you know though like does it a dog has to be like labeled right or do they have to wear you have a to brand vest? them yeah <laughs> you have to brand it don't they they don't have to wear a little vest tattoos this is a service <laughs> animal <laughs> yeah they, they get a lower them. back tattoo they do, but i have a friend that just has a vest that says service animal the dog is not a service animal <laughs> yeah yeah and exactly what that guy's talking like about. you can tell when someone is like blind and has a dog you could tell when someone's blind no i Wow. That they they legitimately need it, right? But then there's also invisible disabilities, right? And right, invisibilities. I, I, yeah, right? it's true. Uh, I do think uh, it's fine. Yeah. I do think it's fine to scam a landlord, but I also think like, <laughs> yeah, okay, with a fake if, pet if, letter because fuck a landlord. You know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you should yeah. do it whatever in your Scum own house, the earth. right? But in public, if you're <laughs> right. saying my disabilities, I can't go anywhere without my chihuahua. Well. There's other people with disabilities that can't even get in because there's no ramp. Like maybe, yeah, yeah. Maybe your disability is just that you can't go to those. You places can't go then. in there with this dog. Like, yeah, yeah. Bummer. Let them use your dog as a ramp. Well, because there's other people who <laughs> that are solves the problem. The people with allergies to dogs that are at, in a restaurant and now. Oh, I hate the dogs in restaurants thing. What? Yeah, what the that's, fuck is going on. People now are using it that? to let their dogs in places that? that don't let them. That's oh, right. That's the thing oh. that pisses me off. Like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> I did that. I did that once to get coffee, and I was ho- just holding my dog, and he didn't have a fake vest or anything. I was Is just he holding. Little? Him. Yeah, he's small, oh, okay. and I was <laughs> holding him, and uh, and they they asked me they're like, "Is he a support dog?" And I was like, "I, I really wanted coffee," and I was just like, "Yes." 
and and they're like, okay, we just have to, you know, I just needed to know if the blah blah, and they got real weird about it, and I was like, okay, and then wait, they just so let, this let wasn't like a chain place. They huh? legally like a, have to probably legally, they're probably only allowed to let in support dogs no, they, because it's still they, a health code issue. No, it it, it, it is, and yeah. I and I feel bad for violating it, uh, but I just was like, I need coffee, and I'm holding him, and he can't do any damage. Or they anything. don't care. They it's just like need you to say it so that they can. Yeah, say. exactly. So like, yeah. but I, I'm saying like in certain contexts. I don't actually know what my point was. So, you were that well, person. I think the point. I, said, I, I think the point I just, is I'm that I'm still the hero of that story. You're so. a douche. For <laughs> you're a <bad> <laughs> the point is, you are the really people that person. we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But, but you're my, exactly. My, who I think. Just came I think up. if anyone, any coffee drinkers are here or listening, getting out of line and having to not either not get your coffee at all or tie up your new dog that somebody might steal or might whatever the hell ha- will happen. Uh, is uh, I probably would have than just getting your just quickly. I would have done the same thing if I was already in line. Out. But here's the difference: I wouldn't go in a coffee place with a dog in the first place. Well, I I haven't done it since then. But I, look, I'm not saying I'm proud of this. I'm just saying, like you know, sometimes you're in a pinch and you got to get some coffee and you're holding the little dog. Is that is that the lesson we can take away from this? No, I think it's still that you're a douche. Uh, okay, but uh, bad person. That's fine. Yeah. So we should probably wrap this up. <laughs> the other guests are getting here. Do we have anything to plug before we get out of here? Patreon.com slash unpops. You can get a bunch of bonus shit for $5 a month. And also we're doing a backyard show at Chet Wild's place on July 6th. So look out for details about that. It's going to be wild. Me- oh, Jesus. <laughs> Am I booked on that? Medium.com. <laughs> medium.com slash unpops. You can uh, read my articles and things. So do that. Do that. Adam's a good writer. Nobody says that enough on this show. I'm pretty great. Samantha, what do you got to plug? Um, I'm going to be playing Freak Show Vegas uh, at various points this June and July, um, doing some of my comedy songs. Uh, and then I have Night Church, which is the fourth Sunday of every month at the Pack Theater at 930. We got cool videos and kind of horror genre sketch comedy. And I think our friends at Fangoria are going to give us some magazines to give away. Ooh. Very nice. Heather, what do you got to plug? Yeah, uh, follow me on Instagram or Twitter, Fixed Air Heather. I post about my shows there. I have a podcast, Unruly Podcast, with me and and Charles sometimes. <laughs> Callback. Um, Charles and then, Disney. And then next month I'm going to be – do you have listeners in uh, Germany or France? I don't know. I'm performing in <laughs> – I, th- I I think we do. Okay, I'm performing in Berlin and Paris next month. Oh, I, I have to go to Europe for a wedding. I'm, this is not a brag, okay? Brag. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a brag. Yeah. Randall, what do you got to plug? Just leave me alone. Just, just, it doesn't. Just it doesn't reasonable. matter. It doesn't matter. I've given out my all my shit a hundred times. Just if you <laughs> you've heard it before, just go there. On I'm online. I'm online. I got stuff online. Check it out. I do things. All right. Let's get out of here. Oh, yeah. I'm online. I'm at Sam Sweets. Heather, where are you? I already said it. Oh, okay. Fixed your Heather. I'm at Adam Todd Brown. (laughs) All right. Let's get out of here. Samantha, say goodbye. Bye. Heather, say goodbye. Bye-bye. Randall, say goodbye. Whatevs. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street.
Let's go.